recording. Hi, this is Mark with Plot Points Podcast. My name is Mark Sevy. I always forget to add that last name. I, I guess I'm thinking maybe you'll all uh, know, uh, which is ridiculous. But I am with a true. Oops, I am with a true. Uh, I don't know what to call you, Chris. Uh, writer, uh, friend. Uh, they're all of the above. Chris Styers, how are you this morning, yes. Chris? I'm doing fine. Oh, good, how are good. You? And you're doing okay, I take it. Well, I mean, we were talking a little bit before the podcast, and I was telling you I, I had the sniffles, so um, from something. So, other than that, I'm doing yeah. fine. How's um, anything to report uh, COVID nineteen wise? Are you still uh, pretty much status quo with everything? Yeah, still doing what we've been doing, still playing it safe. Yeah, Hollywood's uh, getting ready to start productions. Uh, you know, Los Angeles is having uh, some some civil unrest along with the rest of the country, so. Anyway, uh, happier, on a happier note, um, what do you, are you working on anything, uh, you know, really interesting? Uh, are you still, I guess you're still doing the, uh, going through the galleys of your novel, right? Yes, yes. Okay. And uh, working on the editing and considering each thing the editor has suggested and, uh, yeah, but you like this editor a lot, right? You think that um, yeah. the notes are yeah. really good. Yeah, I think <laughs> part of me feels like at times I'm back in Raymond's class <laughs> getting critiqued. Um, yeah. His name, it's Raymond Obsfeld. He's a, uh, he was a teacher at OCC, <clears throat> although he's semi-retired right now. But, um, but yeah, I'm sure there's things you agree with, things you disagree with, and things you're going. How right. was I? How did I do that? How did I was so stupid? So, yeah. uh, well, and a couple other times it's been. I'm still doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Are you still naming people after famous movie roles, Chris? Damn it! You, uh, I remember Raymond used to come after you on uh, on that a lot. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. Or literature, I guess. Uh, so, um, yeah, I'm not, I was working on, um, I, I came up with a couple ideas of things I really liked and I'm going to sit down and write something one of these days. I mainly, I've been editing press releases for a project, a couple projects that I'm involved in on a personal note. Um, and so basically doing that and creating content for, uh, a GoFundMe page, uh, again, a project that I'm involved in personally. So I haven't really done much, much creative writing, but um, uh, okay. just just that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, and so again, we're Plot Points Podcast. I'm Mark Sevy. This is Christopher Styers. Chris has a uh, a Facebook page, a Amazon and Barnes and Noble page for his novels. Um, yep. he, yeah, the one and that. By, uh, and my own page. Your own website, ChristopherStyers.com. Yeah. yeah. Um, yep. And you can find his work on any of those uh, venues. It, it, I assume that the website links to the Amazon uh, store, yes. right? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Uh, and um, the, the latest one that you're editing is a, uh, is a continuation of the Thurian Chronicles, which was your last novel. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's a... Yeah, there are stories in this universe you, that you seem to like very much. Yeah, yeah. that you created. Right. Yeah. Now, you know, one of these yeah. days we got to get into world building because I know that's a 
something that you've had to do uh, it, on more than one occasions with different, completely yeah. different genres. So, uh, yeah. yeah, so let's, let's talk about that maybe uh, next time or the time after that when you're on. Okay. Besides, what are you working on? You watching anything interesting? Well, I just finished the latest season of Bosch. Okay. Ah, that is still a good show. Yeah, it's great. Still a good show. And I ended up watching, it was from 2005 or 15? 2015, the Renovent with oh. Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. Uh, oh, good grief. The uh, bear attack scene is cringing. Yeah, that's what you I just heard. You sit there, go. Oh, you're feeling his pain. Yeah, it's oh, the it's the well revenant. The revenant. Very well done. The revenant. Yeah. Revenant. Yeah. Yeah. The um, yeah. I I haven't seen the movie yet. I, it, I've heard that bear scene is pretty incredible. Um, oh, very very intense. Yeah, yeah. I'm watching the second season of Fortitude, which I highly recommend. I think I think the second season is even better than the first. Um, and I ran across, um, God, I can't, I my brain is fried. Uh, there was a, there's a series out there. Oh, it's a British series called why the wire in the blood. And it, it's a, uh, it's a reference to, uh, the genetic, uh, proclivities of serial killers, which I don't, I don't know that there, that there are, but it was, it was kind of, and, so Robeson Green plays a um, plays a profiler, psychologist profiler who works with the uh, one of the one of the British cop. Uh, it, I mean, it, it 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 seems like it's stuff you've seen before, uh, or if you just think about it, but it isn't. It's really well done. Um, and yeah. I had I had seen it a couple years ago, but I had forgotten most of it, so I started over because I found out it's on Amazon. I think it's on Amazon Prime, either that or Acorn. Um, anyway, so. Um, so you came up with, or, or you came up with some questions I, I meant to say, but I, I actually was going to go to the, our top five. Uh, we decided okay. to do, uh, space mo- movies or TV shows. They have to be yeah. prim- what, what, what's called the genre is called space opera. Um, and we, they have to be primarily space opera. So, um, I have my list. You have your list. So let's hear your list. Yep. Well, uh, I tied for TV series. Okay. Uh, I picked Firefly and Farscape. Okay. I love both of them. Right, I know. Terrific. Right. And then uh, in the movies, I picked, uh, I like Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Okay. Ga- Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. And then I've got The Empire Strikes Back. Oh, Okay which I still think is the best of the Star Wars movies. I, for me, I disagree, but that it's the best okay. of the Star Wars movies, but I know it's, that's widely held to be, uh, and, and a lot of people feel exactly the same way as you do. So, um, yeah. top one was again, a tie. I put alien and aliens. Mm, excellent. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, so I went in slightly different directions. 
Although yeah. uh, I agree with everything you have on your list, just really terrific um, the choices. Um, I, my, my, I'm going to start with my top one, which I think is Star Wars, the original Star Wars. Um, okay. Yeah. I mean, it to me, it's just you know, it started it. Uh, although yeah. there was Star Trek and and you know other space types things, to me that that really started the uh, the ball rolling but yes, second second are all the star wars so i don't care how many there are all of them okay <laughs> <laughs> i just uh how can you choose between fantastic and hi this is mark in the process of editing this episode i realized i said star wars all of them meaning star trek all of them carry on but yeah. there's, you know, the the next generation and the original Star Wars. And I even like most people don't like Enterprise, Star Trek Enterprise, but I do a lot. So yeah. um, then I went to The Expanse, which is, um, I think, okay. truly a, a space opera. Uh, the books yeah. are terrific. The show is terrific. Uh, high production values, very well done. Yeah. Um, I went with the also with the newer Battlestar Galactica, which blew me away oh, when I, okay. yeah just incredible incredible and then um the last one i'm just gonna i'm gonna even though it's a star trekian universe it's quite a bit different from um a lot of the star treks it's picard yeah. which i think is a different oh, okay. a slightly different take on that universe although there are people from the next generation in there uh including da- yeah. da- data and uh so those are, I mean, to me, those are all good choices. If you, I think you can still see most of the Star Treks on uh, Netflix. Um, and then a- ABC Discovery has uh, Picard and Dis- Star Trek Discovery, the newest. Uh, and then I heard they're coming up. There's a, there's an actor who plays Captain Pike in Star Trek Discovery. And the guy looks, okay. he just looks like a starship captain. I can't remember the actor's yeah. name. I'll put it in the show notes, but they're they're spinning off a series with him as Captain Pike. So, um, oh, okay, yeah, it, he deserves it, man. He's real. He reminds you. He would remind you of Jim Kirk, except he's he's uh-huh. not. I mean, it's just amazing. He does it. I, have you ever seen any Star Trek Discovery? No, I haven't been able to. I don't have CBS access. Yes. Yeah, you should uh, CBS. Yeah, you should check it out. Definitely, they have a free month trial, I think, or if they still have it, and you can you can just binge the show because there's two seasons of Discovery, and I think only one season of Picard. Picard's really well done. It's different, but it's uh, really well done. It's space, definitely space opera. The Borg show up, and the Romulans, and all the the universe is intact. So. Um, okay, so we are Plot Points Podcast. Um, my name is Mark Sevy. I'm talking to a good friend of mine, Christopher Styers, who is an author, screenwriter. Uh, he's uh, has seven seven novels published. Seven, eight. Uh, yeah, six with the seventh and eighth coming up. Okay, and then um, so find him on Amazon and Barnes and Noble or on ChristopherStyers.com. So I'm not going to do a writer's profile. Instead, I. Um, we, we, we're going to do uh, – I asked Chris to come up. We didn't get any questions this week uh, from the audience, so I asked Chris to come up with some questions, and he came up with four 
really great questions. So I think we're going to cover all of them as quickly as we can. Uh, I'll go, go through them as fast as we can. So we'll go ahead and, and hit me with uh, those questions, Chris. Okay. Uh, how much of the current world events should you factor into your script? So or does that, everything become historical and you put it in 2019? Well, so for my series that uh, they're trying to market right now, uh, they're shopping it right yeah. now, um, I came up with three scenarios. One is to not mention it. Two is to deal with it in the context of the series, depending on when it gets mounted. And the third one is to uh, put everything pre, uh, pre-virus and then, every, then, then take a, a time cut and go post-virus. So you have to kind of do, do some homage to the, the, this lockdown. It's been a traumatic uh, experience, but you don't have to deal with it. I mean, you can always call it, you know, say, oh, well, that was that was rough, you know, rough time or something like that. It'll be interesting to see uh, individually what uh, the producers and showrunners decide to do with the individual shows, because I think some will just ignore it. Okay, next question. Mm -hmm. Uh, Talk to us about foreshadowing in a screenplay. So, I mean, this is a this is a universal. This is universal for all writers because even in in any form in books or whatever, you have to foreshadow something. I think the best idea is just uh, there's a movie called Attack the Block um, where I believe it's one of the best examples of foreshadowing, not not individual moments, but the whole the whole thing. There's not one moment in that movie that's a, a crisis point that's not delivered with. Uh, using foreshadowing and ultimately there's a an amazing foreshadowing that occurs early in the film that pays off later in the film so foreshadowing all that does is just set up a point like you can't just jump things into an audience uh in, in audience's consciousness you have to set it up and the setup that all that is all foreshadowing is is a setup so if you're going to uh if somebody's going to kill somebody with or if somebody's going to save their life with a knife, you pick, you typically show that knife um, first, and then maybe you know twenty minutes later that person you know finds that knife, and the audience feels like you're playing fair with them. So foreshadowing is very important. It's it's necessary um, if you're doing your job right. You're automatically foreshadowing. If not. If you don't automatically foreshadow, a lot of times you have to go back and and insert those foreshadowing moments. But either way, they're absolutely essential. And and you know this from writing novels and and yeah. the scripts that you've done. It's just one of those things. So. Yeah. Okay. Okay. In a screenplay, how do you write a character's emotional reactions? So the for me, when I first started, I I wrote everything. Uh, I wrote the scene, I wrote the reactions, I wrote the aftermath. Um, these days, I typically don't write as much about the, like, I, I'll show the, like, okay, I'll give you an example. Um, okay. uh, parents are waiting for word about their son in a hospital. Uh, the doctor comes through the door. The, the look on his face is not good. The parents start crying or hug each other, and you cut the scene. Um, another one, perhaps, is um, somebody, a cop goes to the door, 
and uh, knocks on the door and uh, says, um, you know, I, I, I need to talk to you about your son. And then the scene goes mute. It goes without audio. And you can see the woman or the man's reaction to what the cop's telling them. But you're not telling you're not you're not covering that in dialogue. It's very hard to write a, a, a very um, a true reaction to a lot of stuff. So you just basically I think the easiest thing to do is less is more. OK, um, Mark, yeah. what is theme and do you have to have one in your screenplay? Yes. And this is so this is so very pertinent um, because I. I am making my students put their theme on their title page so that every week that they submit work, they're reminded of their theme. And I've had some really interesting thematic uh, stuff written that has nothing to do with anything they're writing. So it, it shows me that people have an incomplete understanding of theme. But yeah, theme is yeah. always important because it informs the work. It informs the story. It tells you what, when your character's saying something, they're delivering on plot. They're delivering on their yeah. character, and then they're delivering on the theme. So I think theme is ex excruciatingly important, and uh, I don't think you can ignore it. And and really, it's as simple as um, you know, be careful what you wish for, or something like that. So theme is is I think in movies like um, if you watch the movie The Verdict, um, which is. Uh -huh. Written by David Mamet, uh, filmed by Sidney Lumet, and uh, acted out brilliantly by Paul Newman. Every moment in that script, in that movie, has a delivery on, on character, plot, and theme. And the theme in that movie wow. is that the, the little guy can win. Um, you know, believe in people, that kind of thing. And so when, when Mamet wrote the, 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 the movie's completely different than the book. Um, when R Mamet wrote the script, he wrote about uh, making this alcoholic attorney uh, redeem himself through a, a firm belief in, in people, in the, the goodness of people. And so that theme infuses everything that, that the character does and the plot does. It revolves around um, all the, the institutions betraying us, um, the advocate for a for the people, Paul Newman, finding his voice, all that stuff. So it's important. I think theme is important because at the end of a movie, you may enjoy the Avengers movies, but they're kind of like, right. yeah, they're kind of like eating candy. Um, uh -huh. it, you know, really good, but kind of empty calories. Anyway, uh, thanks. So, so Chris, those are really terrific questions if you guys um you know like what chris is coming up with which are you know these are questions that he's had to answer too so uh, he could equally answer them because the ones that he asked me today are fairly universal uh to any writer and i think both of us as students of film and television and uh novels and writing in general <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we're into uh, some some t good time here, so let's call it a day. And uh, okay. I'd like I'd like to thank my friend Chris Styers. Thanks, Chris, for for coming on the show. Thanks for inviting me again. I appreciate it. I enjoy oh. it. So my name is uh, Mark Sevy. This is Plot Points Podcast. 
for myself, my my good friend Chris Styers, and uh, the OC Screenwriters Organization. Be inspired. Do good work. Thank you.